Welcome to Red Gate and Wolf. We're an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. I am your host and keeper, Sarah, and joining me today is Sean. Hello, I'm Sean, and I play Angus McRae, the Monstrous. Celeste. Hello, I am Celeste, and I play uh, Marie... Um... Um, I forgot my character's name. Hold on. Redgate. It's in the title of the podcast. Uh, I play Marie Redgate, uh, the Crooked. Yay, and welcome back, Celeste. We missed you. It, it's good to be back. And returning again is our special guest, Ollie. Hi, I'm Ollie. You can find me over at OJWH Reviews, where I talk about films and TV and stuff, except not stuff. You may also find me on the Diesel Shot Twitch channel sometimes. Maybe there there are cool people over there. I will be playing the part of Hendrix Friegel today, the summoned. Awesome. When last we met, our daring heroes had overpowered an axe-wielding teen after he had killed his entire family. Marie found a strange red record at the house, and when the long, lanky arm of the law turned up, she bolted with it, leaving Angus and Hendrix to face the music. Angus and the aforementioned cowboy that had been accidentally summoned to the modern world by Marie, thank you, Steve, returned to the Watchtower Tavern. Hendrix and Joel bonded through their battle scars, and Hendrix had to face Meadow's wrath. Angus got to witness it all before enjoying some delicious pork chops. And I have no idea if Hendrix actually ate that potato. Okay, we're going to back the story up a bit and find out what happened to Marie. And then we'll jump forward back to the guys. Outside Davy Jones' house, Deputy Mater and another deputy have just gone inside. There's a lady deputy who has been sort of ushering Angus and Hendrix into the back of the patrol cars. What do you do? Uh, so sorry, the officers are in the house. She is putting them into cars? Yep. There are some fences I could hop. Yeah, yeah, short little picket fence. Um, I'll say you can easily zip off around the back of the house or something and make your escape from the law. Yeah, that sounds good. I don't, I don't like cops. Unless I need something. Sure, exactly. And then you bet your eyelashes. Sometimes that doesn't always work, though. No, it doesn't, unfortunately. But it's still fun to try. That's one word for it. <clears throat> so, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, running. Anywhere in particular? Uh, sorry, just taking a look at the uh, establishments that we know are here. Probably head to the library. The library? To visit Mavis? Okay. Oh, wait. I gave her a fake ID. Did she know I gave her a fake ID? I don't remember. No, she did not. Um, I believe Angus knows you gave her a fake ID, and Mr. Ephraim knows that you have a fake identity. Yes, carry on to the library. Okay, so you go to the library. I think you guys headed out to Davy's place uh, a little late in the day, but I'll say it's a uh, late night for the library, so they are still open for a wee while as you arrive, but it is fairly empty at this stage. And there are uh, computers at this library? Yes, there are computers. Might I use one? Certainly, you locate a computer. Okay. So I find a, a spot, you know, sort of back corner of the library, sort of more private. And uh want to take a look at this record that I have wrapped up in my jacket. Right, so you take out this red vinyl record. And you see 
it's red. It doesn't have a label, but there is some writing scratched into it as well as a number. And as you hold it up and look at it in certain light, you can see what you swear is black swirls swirling through the red. But then when you look again, it seems to have disappeared. So do you want to investigate a mystery or something? Yeah, just sort of peruse the uh, occult websites, you know, see if anything like this has happened before. You know, maybe one more record's popular the 70s. Vinyl is like, has been fairly standard throughout. I mean, there's a huge resurgence of it. I think it like gained popularity in like the 40s or 50s and then came back in the 70s and then cassette tapes and then CDs and then whatever. Apparently cassette tapes are coming back now too. Really? But they're such a pain. Anyway. Okay, so roll to investigate a mystery. Just making sure I don't have any like things to add to sharp. But I don't. Alright, so I rolled an 8, which is a mixed success. You can hold one question. What will it be? What can hurt it? Hmm, what can hurt it? So you spend your time um, looking intently at this record. You see the scratched into it as the words Rage Trolls of Da and the numbers 6, 5, and 9. It's been some time kind of surfing the net, looking up, you know, crazy things like, is this possibly a magic item? What can hurt magic items with evil things, artifacts, how to destroy things like that? And um, you even try scratching the record yourself to see if that does anything. Because, I mean, obviously there's stuff scratched on the record. But your attempts to deface or defile this record are ineffective. And you're able to determine that this is probably something magical and you first need to find a way to banish the magic that is protecting this record before you can destroy the record. Okay, so... I gather that, you know, the physical aspect of the record probably isn't, it doesn't matter as much as the, um, you know, the black swirls that are only there sometimes. It's more that the black swirls show you or give you the idea that this is indeed a magical item in nature. You know, black's usually evil, right? That's fair. Okay. And sorry, just to confirm, it's more magical than, like, demony. You don't know. You didn't ask, what can it do? You just asked, how, what can hurt it? Okay. So library's probably getting ready to close now. I'm sure Mavis is just peering over my shoulder with her snooty look. Mm-hmm. Down her glasses at you. All right. Uh, I'll head back to the... Fuck, what's it called? Watchtower Tavern? Wow. Yeah, sure. So you head back to the Watchtower Tavern. It's the same as it ever is. A few cast. What? What? You're right? I was right. What? I got the name right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's the same. <laughs> it's okay. It's the same that it, it, it usually is. There's a few customers eating a, a, a meal. Meadow dancing barefoot in the middle of the bar. She kind of waves to you slowly as you walk in. What is it you're going to do here? 
think I'm gonna uh fuck. Do I do I ask the audience or phone a friend? <laughs> I'll call Meadow over. Uh she comes over. Uh hi. How are you, Marie? Hey Meadow, I'm great. I've been getting into some new music. Uh, you know, vinyl's really making a comeback. I'll show her the record. Uh what what do you think what do you think about this? She kind of looks at it. She goes, I really dig records, man. It's so much more authentic than digital music. And she kind of leans over and expects it. And she says, Rage Trolls of Dark? I don't think I've heard of them. And then her nostrils kind of flare. And she backs up a few steps. And you kind of see her make a symbol with her hands. And she's like, that smells like so evil. Is it like what kind of evil would that like you get? Like what kind of evil smells do you get from it? Demonic. I'm I'm gonna go get my banishing stuff. And she runs on off to look behind her bar. Why don't you do that? I'm gonna be up in uh, the honeymoon suite, so uh, you keep banishing. Bad stuff down here. Okay. And you, you hear her toss a few items behind her in the bar. There's a bit of a banging, thumping, a little crash. And you head on upstairs. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll rewrap the, uh, the record, put it on the nearest service, probably like a couch or something, and uh, try to call Mr. Mr. Zach Ephraim. Zach Ephraim. Wow. Okay. You've given him a first name. That's, yep. It's probably more like Zachariah. Are you Zach? Okay, so uh, ring, ring. Ah, uh, hello, Miss Bridgegate. How can I help you this in these wee hours of the morning? So how did you know it was me? Do you have like call display? Whatever. Uh, have you heard of um this weird band called uh Rage Trolls of Duh? Rage Trolls of hmm. Now, my dear, I'm not really up to date on what is fashionable with the young and hip crowd. I've never heard of them. What about the uh, the demonic crowd? The demonic crowd? Is that a band? <laughs> no. Um. Oh, you meant actual demons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering where you were going with that. You know, I wonder myself sometimes. Hmm. I'm sure Hengus has oodles of fun with you. It's not that kind of relationship. Oh, no, no, dear, that's not what I meant. I just meant that you were entertaining. Um, now, what was it about demons? Entertaining, Sarah. What? Entertaining. <laughs> I said entertaining. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I'm not saying like you're a stripping for him or anything. If anything, he's stripping. <laughs> what did he say last? I really can't remember now. I think it was something about uh, what did you want to know about demons? Yeah, uh, you keep whatever, st- whatever. Um, there's this red record. It has like weird black swirls on it. One side says uh, Rage Trolls of Duh, and the other side has uh, 659, which, like, 659 isn't really a demonic number, is it? 
Like the triple six, like, yeah, but six five nine, that seems weird. Well, six five nine, no, but you're right that it is very close to six six six. Um just six numbers off, in fact. Ah. Oh. So what is it you Oh yeah. Sorry, Zach. I'm Zachariah, dear, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. This red record has been uh I don't know, maybe possessing people? I don't really know how to describe it, but they go all like crazy and like kill their families. Yes, Angus did mention something about um, teenagers uh, murdering their family in some rather gruesome manners. Position, you say? Hmm, demonic. This is something that could be worth looking into. Do you want to investigate a mystery or what? Probably, because this isn't... Will this be a bad situation? I don't think so, not yet. Not yet, no. Yeah. Yeah, investigative mysteries makes the most sense. Now the question is, do I boon? Well, roll first and then see. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> a boon won't save you. Of course, of course, I had to jinx it. It's a five. Your phone goes dead. God, I swear this had like at least seventy percent left. I don't know, maybe it was seven. I just didn't read it right. And there's a knock at the door. As I'm walking over to open it, I'll just say, you know, Angus, you don't need to knock. Like, not going to just be, you know, exposed and open the door. And I'm sure freaking Mater, isn't it? It's freaking Mater. Yes, you're correct. Uh, he's holding his head in his hands and he says, well, ha- howdy, Miss Marie. Hey, Craig. How how are you? Well, to be honest, um, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed, Miss Marie. Uh, I asked you to stick around so we could talk to you more about the situation at the Jones residence. But uh, I've been informed you uh, did a runner. And now uh, Sheriff Winners would like me to uh, bring you in so he can question you himself. Yeah, that was just a misunderstanding. You know, I realized I left the um, the oven on. And he kind of looks around past you looking for an oven. Yeah, you know, it's one of those like weird reflexes where it's like, yeah, I don't have an oven right now. So luckily, like there was no fire. Well, um, that that is fortunate, Miss Marie, but I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to insist because the sheriff is, um, well, he's the sheriff. So if you'd please accompany me to the uh, his office, that I'd be most much appreciative. Uh, yeah, you know, anything, anything for you. And perhaps in the future you um, refrain from running from the law? Yeah. Like I said, you know, my legs were like starting to cramp, so I just really needed to stretch them, and leaving the oven on, reflex, it's a bad combination. Even Maida's looking skeptical at this. He steps aside and um, indicates for you to lead the way. Gotta say, that's one of my worst life. Yeah. He leads you um, out to the Watchtower Tavern. You don't see Meadow, you're not sure where she is, but there's no thumping or thuds behind the the bar. He um, opens the door for you to his vehicle. 
helps you inside. And then you drive the short distance to the sheriff's office and he ushers you into Sheriff Winters' office and shuts the door behind you after he leaves. Wicked. Sheriff Winters is uh, seated on his side of the desk. He's got various pieces of paper strewn about the place. He kind of tries to shuffle them together off to the side, pulls out a notepad and a pencil, and he says, Ah, Miss Redgate, seems you have darkened my door once more. What was it I said when you you arrived about keeping out of trouble? You know, sir, I uh, don't remember that at all. Mm. Must have been the the car accident, you know, that memory loss. Perhaps you should get that looked at. Eh, probably. Maybe, maybe one day. Mm-hmm. So, tell me what happened. You no, know, walking down this lovely street in this absolutely beautiful town with my 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 friends. That would be the man in the kilt and the cowboy. Yeah, they're not, um, normal, but they're they're not bad people. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yeah, walking along, we hear some, uh, pretty, pretty loud music. You know, loud enough to be a noise complaint, so we'd go check it out. Uh, then we hear screaming, which was not part of the music, so being the good citizens that <clears throat> I am, uh, I... We broke in. You broke in to make a noise complaint? No, 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 no. The The noise complaint was why we were checking it out to see, you know, if maybe there was some sort of party going on, uh, maybe underage drinking, which I'm sure would never happen in, in this town, but you can never be too sure. Um, but then, this, you know, the, the screaming really um, added a sense of urgency, which might have clouded our judgment. And uh, what did you see after you broke in to the Jones residence? Maria will uh, tear up a little. Oh, sorry, it, it was it, it was awful. It was a very, very gruesome sight. It, if it if it's all right with you, I don't I don't think I can discuss it. Roll to manipulate to see how well this whole thing goes. That is that is a twelve on my manipulating. <sighs> And he reaches over with his uh, hand and he kind of awkwardly pats you on your hand and he says, there, there, all I ask is that you do your best and just tell me what it was you saw. There was this man with an axe and he was chasing this poor woman and once my friends had taken down down that, that the evil evil man uh i went to check the other rooms and it was, it was terrible mm-hmm. and what what did you find in the other rooms i don't even want to repeat it but the, they they were all dead and you start crying again and he's looking very uncomfortable with this situation obviously uh man not used to dealing with crying emotional women um he attempts to locate something for you to wipe your eyes with he hands you a a a scrunched up you know those little tiny single serve tissue packets or something like that is crumpled up one of them that he uh, eventually hands over to you thank you thank you uh and did you uh take or remove anything from the crime scene it's all a blur but i don't i don't 
think so. I, I saw the other victims and I, I had to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, you also fled the crime scene. Why was that? It was just so upsetting. I, I couldn't be... Just knowing I was so near to, to those people, I, I, I couldn't handle that. Right, so... Ms. Redgate, I've been informed that you did indeed remove something from the crime scene. I just want to remind you that it is not in your best interest to lie to the sheriff. That would be me. So I ask you again, did you indeed remove anything from the crime scene? Marie is really working her acting skills and she'll shake her head for a moment and then slowly nod. No, that that's right. There was the, the music playing. I um, It was so loud. So I, I did go and to stop, I, I took the record off of the the, the player. And I, I'm, I'm so sorry, sir. I, I didn't. I wasn't trying to lie. Well, I'm sure it's not anything pertinent to the case. It is, after all, just a record. Although kids these days are willing to kill over such materialistic things. I, I guess we could retrieve it, and uh, this wouldn't be a problem. Oh, yes. Um, I, I only went to... Um, I'm pretty sure I left it in, in the room at the Watchtower Tavern. Right. The, the honeymoon suite that you were sharing with uh, one Angus... Uh, and he looks through his notes. McRae. And a cowboy. Hendrix Fregel. Huh. Kind of raises his eyebrow at you, but doesn't say anything more. I, I can assure you, sir, that th- those are those are good men. You know, nothing dishonorable um, happened. I am not going to ask you to devolve personal bedroom information, um, Miss Redgate. There's no information to be um told. Right. O- okay. Well, what is it you can tell me more about your friend? Angus McRae. I thought that's a very vague question. Could you be more specific on what you want to know about him? Well, if you believe or have any evidence that he is not who he says he is. I only ask because um, one of my more eager deputies did some digging and uh, was able to locate some... Let's just say, unless the man is in his 60s, he is not Angus McRae. Oh, that, that's very, um, very disturbing if, if what you say is true, but no, I, I don't know him well. But from the time that I have been around him, I know that he's quite loyal. Um, he's a good listener. I mean, I, I don't really have much more than that. Perhaps, miss, you should look at uh, finding alternative accommodations. I'm just worried about your safety is all. Well, that'd be a bit difficult, you know, the financial situation of being stranded in a new town with no job and no car. It'll be very difficult to find another place to sleep. Well, we could always uh, put you in one of the cells. We would leave it unlocked. You could spend the night, I suppose. If what you say is true, that might be the the best um, scenario, or the best solution. 
Excellent. And uh, maybe Deputy Mater can see about helping you tomorrow, finding somewhere else to stay. Well, I very much appreciate your concern, sir. Excellent. Um, well, thank you for answering my questions, Mrs. Bridgate. And uh, of course, please do not run from the law. We are here to help you. Of, of course, of course. And I'll get up and shake his hand. Yep. He leads you to the door, gestures Deputy um, Grape to come over. There's a woman with a ponytail. Tells her to set you up for the night downstairs in a cell. Not as an inmate, but, you know. Uh, yes, sir, I, I can do that, sir. Um, how, how, howdy, ma'am. I, my, my name is uh, Deputy Faye Grape. Miss Grape, you sound very familiar. <laughs> I, I get that a lot. Um, uh, me and a deputy mater are distantly related. Seems that poor Craig is related to almost everyone here in the town. Well, it, it is a, a small town, ma'am. Uh, would you uh, please accompany me down to the to the cells? I could um, get you something to eat if you haven't eaten dinner yet. That would be so wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, you're welcome. Um, I'm afraid it won't be much, but I'll, I'll see what I can find. Um, is there anyone else in the cells if we're down there already? Doesn't appear to be at this stage. She opens the cell door for you, uh, gestures for you to go inside. She pulls the door closed but doesn't lock it. Inside the cell there is a cot, um, a blanket, a pillow, this also a toilet. I'll, I'll be right back, ma'am. And she trots off to find you, to rustle up some vittles. You want to do anything else, or just spend the night here? There's uh, no other inmates. I guess I shall uh, spend the night. Nothing much happens during the night, but you do awaken in the wee hours of the morning. It seems the deputies have been called out somewhere, and you can hear them quickly leaving. It isn't until later, at a much more reasonable time in the morning, that you decide to get up and leave. But when you try the door to the cell... You find it locked. Are you kidding? No, but like, actually, are you kidding? <laughs> when did they, why did they do that? Why would they do such a thing? You've awakened and discovered that the red record is gone. The window is wide open and the curtain is billowing slightly in the breeze. What do you do? Angus rouses himself from bed, gets up and puts on some clothes, obviously, and exits the room and looks around and notes that the window is open and the curtains are billowing in the slight breeze. And alas, the record, it's gone. It's about this point that Hendrix gets up and puts some clothes on, walks out into the room, notices that the curtains are billowing and the record is gone. You guys both suck. (laughs) Oh, I need a minute. I feel like the audience needed to get that established a couple more times. Oh, the record gone. Uh, I I can not see that. Yeah, do you you uh, you, you had it somewhere? No, I was in my room sleeping. You in the main room? Didn't you hide it somewhere? I keep it safe. No, maybe uh maybe your your friend Marie has it. Marie, are you around here? Well, I guess not. Maybe maybe they 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 got in though and uh, took it and then left. Do you uh 
I, I, I recall you talking about those. Uh, I remember you had those uh, devices for communicating. Oh, I. Angus pulls out his cell phone. Uh, would you fancy uh, giving her a call? Surely I could try. Angus, I, I think at this point, assume, yes, we did have the numbers. Uh, dials. No. Your phone is dead. Why is my phone dead? Because when you were talking to Mr. Ephraim, you rolled bad and it died. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We established this because I think I commented on it at the time. That's right. Oh. My phone's dead. I forgot to charge it last night as well. Uh, I'm very sorry for your loss. Uh, do, do you want to get a new phone? It don't matter right now. And Lord only knows if there's even a cell phone store in this town. H- Hendrix is going to try and investigate a mystery to see any clues of who might have been here. Oh, good idea. Roll investigate a mystery. Oh, there's a shop. Oh, I'm good at this. Seven. On a seven? That's one question. Well, I think they're going with what sort of creature is it? Uh, but really, you know, that's... Is it Marie? Is it something else? You want to see what took it? Yeah. You stick your head out the window and have a good look around. You don't see any evidence of anyone having climbed in. But as you look out across the rooftops, you spy one of those orb thingies that you saw in Joel's shop lazily floating across the buildings before going out of your view. Eh, wait, so it's just to spit out my view? Yeah. Then, <laughs> as he saw it, would have said, uh, Angus? Uh, oh, never mind. There, There is a thing uh, I, I keep seeing. Um, it may be relevant, probably, but I don't know what it is, uh, and I can't show it to you, so uh, I hope that helps. Angus looks quizzically at Hendrix. That's not very helpful. Can you at least describe it? It was a ball, uh, a, a big shiny ball. It was floating. Not big. I think last time we said it was about fist size. It was a big ball. That's what I said. Voice of God, shut up. Some people have bigger fists than others. <laughs> That's not very helpful. I'm not really sure of any balls floating in the air or shiny. Where did you just see it? Well, it was over the the, the building roofs over there. Uh, and before, it was in uh, the one who likes Marie. Forget what his name is. The 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 guy who works on the, those carriages that don't need horses. Horses. Fucking hell, I can't do it. I'll keep that in. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> oh, you must be mean, Joel. I don't think he takes a fancy to Marie, but uh, he kind of just looks at Hendrix. But anyway, you sorted his place as well. Yeah, it was uh, inside. Uh, I did. I mean, I didn't know what it was, and it disappeared. So I thought I just might be seeing something. It was a weird day, but uh, I mean, I'm seeing it again. So uh, I mean, I'm I'm not accustomed to seeing shiny balls. Anyway, I think it's probably best we just uh, wait for it to reappear again because uh, I see no other way of tracking it. I guess we could also actually just follow in the direction it went and that, that would be another method. Aye. What you describe, it sounds something like the Will of the Wisp. Though I've never seen it or heard of it appearing in a setting like this. Uh, I've, I've never heard of such a thing. Is it a, a, just a big shiny ball? 
it could take many forms. Uh, usually it leads errant travelers astray. It might be worth following, however, given the circumstances. Well, surely if it can take many forms, then any time you don't know what something is, you can just say, well, it's probably this uh, will-o'-wisp. We'll go with shiny ball for now, but the plan of following it, I like. Uh, Angus is just going to inhale, just kind of briefly, and use his enhanced senses. Does he smell anything funny? Do I have to roll for that? Oh, are these the enhanced senses you need to use when you're in a different form? Man, I wish you forgot about that. No. Ah, never mind. <laughs> Fair enough. So you're going to go outside and follow this giant floating shiny ball? I think that's the general consensus. Which building did you see it over? Uh, that one over there. Uh, I, I think it ha- has some kind of sign, but I can't read it. Can Angus read any sign? Yeah, you stick your head out the window and you see the sign. It looks like a giant vinyl record with the words, The Sound of Jimmy, written on it. Of course it does. I literally just said that aloud. I here's to be a record shop of some sort. Well, let's get going then. Uh, I, I, I agree. I concur. Let's, let's go. We thusly go. So you guys leave the Watchtower Tavern. Meadow. I sneakily, sneakily leave trying to avoid as much as possible. Sure, act under pressure. Okay. Eleven, thank you. <laughs> Anything we're to do with Meadow, I roll really well. <laughs> yes, whether to bang her or to avoid her. Angus, you come down the stairs first and attract Meadow's attention. She gives you a wave and a hug uh, after she comes on over. While you're using your monstrous body to block her view of Hendrix, Hendrix manages to slip out the door unnoticed. Uh, Angus, did you hear the news? News? Yeah, there was another one of those teen slashes. Oh, well, that's not good. What happened with that then? I don't know, it was like really early in the morning, but the the sheriff's deputies, they all just took off, and they haven't caught whoever did it. Sounds a little tragic. Where was this then? Out in the copse of trees by the old lady land bridge. Oh, that's outside of town then, but I knew who was slashed. No, they haven't released any of those details. But, you know, sometimes the teenagers like to hang out there and listen to music and drink and do other things. Oh, that's a little tragic then. Well, I'll be getting off then, uh, Meadow. Oh? She's still holding on to you with her arms around your neck like a limpet. She hasn't let go, and her feet are dangling off the ground. I indeed, I have uh, a business. Kind of peels her off. Oh, okay. Say hi to Marie if you see her. Hi, uh, that, uh, that, that I will. And if you see that guy who broke my heart... Punch him in the face for me. Oh, 
That's a bit extreme, that. And tell him he needs to change his name because he is not worthy of being named after my Jimmy. Breathing. Have fun. Aye. Aye. I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, yeah, all right, Meadow. Uh, bye. And Angus, like, awkwardly leaves. Oh, you escaped. Aye. Angus kind of eyes Hendrix for a minute. It, it appears he made quite the impression on, uh, on, on Meadow. I, I think we should go before she sees you. Yeah, I, I should probably buy her flowers or something. I, I, I think perhaps you should just never talk to her again. Ever. That seems a little rude. I, I don't want her to think badly of me after all. I don't think it can get any worse at this point. Uh, there's no harm in trying. Well, it's your life. <laughs> it's it's funny. Uh, it's also uh, Marie's life, I guess. But yes, let's let's go. So you guys head off to the sound of Jimmy. Yes, like Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin. We're off to see the Jimmy. <laughs> so this is like a vintage music store. Uh, the main products seem to be records, not so much of the other forms of music media. It looks welcoming and warm. Uh, you spy two youths at the back, flicking through some records. There's someone behind the till, standing at roughly five foot even, covered in tattoos and piercings, and they seem to be keeping a quiet eye on the youths while working. What do you do? Um, I was kind of intending, maybe if it went past the building, to not necessarily go in, like just to follow in the general direction as it went inside the building. I mean, I'm not against going in if 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 somebody else really sounds like a fun place to be inside, but yeah. Well, you see, there's a lot of things in the same shape as that red record that you are missing. Oh, then there's a reason. It sadly doesn't have one of those automatic doors, Hendrix. <laughs> I like the idea that uh, Hend- Hendrix goes, uh, goes up to it, expecting there to be some sort of magical opening, and it doesn't. It walks straight into the closed door. I mean, I won't say that much, but it definitely gets close. I haven't failed a roll, therefore I don't have to make an idiot of myself. Fair enough. Angus kind of looks at Hendrix oddly and kind of steps in front of him and opens the door as he bounces off of it. Or stops in front of it, I'm sorry. Well, that's just confusing. I... Instead of the usual chime or the tinkle of a bell, it's um, a Jimi Hendrix riff. Can you do an impression of that riff for us? No. <laughs> Copyright. Ah, good save. Yeah. The person behind the counter kind of looks up at you. Uh, you see that they've got bright colored hair, unnatural colors like turquoise and pink. Or red. Turquoise and pink. So. I'm looking for a unique record. Perhaps you could help me. You look like you know your way around. They kind of raise an eyebrow and then gesture with a hand out across the store. Yeah, uh, gonna need a bit more information to go on. Hey, obviously. Something, uh, Celtic? Be Gaelic. Celtic will be Irish. Oh, sorry, my bad. Mm. It's a unique, uh, kind of underground album. Rage Trolls of Duh. And as soon as you say that name, the two youths at the other end of the store kind of perk up and turn around and 
you recognize Maxwell and Jen from yesterday? Of course. Ah, uh, hey, hey, you, you're totally into Rage Trolls of Duh? Well, it's an acquired taste, but I've come to be interested in it. It, it is so underground, man. We haven't even heard of it, but it is so, so popular. If you've not heard of it, how do you know it's popular? Jen just kind of flicks her hair back from her face and she says, uh, you know, everyone's like talking about it. So we've been looking for it, but there seems to be like a limited number of releases. No way. Who produces this? Do you know? Uh, no, no idea, man. It's it's just like it's so Indian underground that we it's probably self-made. And you see the person behind the counter kind of roll their eyes. Hendrix whispers to Angus, uh, "Perhaps it's this uh, Willow chick. Maybe they they're the one who uh, who produces it." I it just no, Hendrix. No, just hold on. I don't keep. Do you have any information, perhaps some insight? You seem to be, and Angus kind of indicates to him, being who he is, some insight into some underground music. Uh, the name's Blair. Sorry about the Celtic Gaelic thing before. Her name's Blair? Yeah. Isn't that a girl's name? It's gender neutral, actually. I'm a little confused. Uh, I, I think we're meant to be, uh, investigating something. Does a, a willow ever come in here? Um, uh, a willow? Yes. Do you know anyone by the name of Willow? I don't know. Maybe who lives around town? Maybe a bit shady? Something off? Maybe a bit glowy? Uh, no. Well, we tried. Look, if you're looking for that record, I sold it, you know, a few days ago. To who? That Johnson girl. Oh, well, that would make sense. Look, it's really weird. I, I don't even remember ordering it. And, um, yeah, she just came in and found it in the store and it had a price tag on it. So, you know, why not sell it? Hey. Uh, very capitalist of you. Thanks. Do you have anything else of similar genre? Uh, as Rage Trolls is duh, I actually don't even know what genre it is. But a lot of people have been coming in asking about it, especially those kids, and they kind of gesture to Maxwell and Jen. But, I mean, I haven't been able to find it anywhere online to order more. What what line is that? On the, on the internet. The what now? Angus kind of interjects real quick. You'll have to excuse him. He's a bit out of touch. He usually works in the field, as you can tell by his, kind of indicates to Hendrix's regale. Yeah, really, really, it's really authentic. Aye. But it darn better be. Cool. Well, we thank you for your time. Won't take up any more of it. Cool. Bye. I think we'll peruse a little bit before we leave, if you don't mind. Sure. A conversation with shopkeepers is usually this awkward. Only in this town. Only in this town. Uh, I suppose so. I mean, the guy who sold me the sledgehammer was mighty kind. Totally forgot about that. Maxwell and Jen kind of gravitate over towards you guys and it's like, oh man, that, that totally sucks. Like, I was really hoping we could order it, but if it, it's not online, I mean, not even on, on YouTube. Hi. 
How'd you guys even hear about it in the first place? Uh, you know, everyone, everyone's at school's talking about it and how, how cool it is, and um, they're trying to get it for the homecoming dance. Hi. Okay. Angus looks incredibly uncomfortable with that. Now, who's coming home? And uh, what's this tube you own? YouTube, man. It's, it's on the internet. People video themselves and stuff. Video? Yeah. He's a bit out of touch with technology. Don't have to excuse him. He comes from... Oh, like, is he Amish? Amish? Yeah, you know, the, the ones that, like, build barns and ride around with horses and carriages and stuff. Yeah, I'm one of those. I could do that. Yeah, there you go. I'm, um, I found myself a label. That's, that's nice and helpful. Cool, man. That's, that's really cool. So, uh, here, I'll show you the internet. And he pulls out his phone and he pulls up some YouTube and see the little videos. Wow. Uh, it's like magic. That is crazy. Uh, and, and what was this about someone coming home? Oh, you know, homecoming dance. When, when all the, the, the football team guys come back and the, the season's going to start. Uh, and Jen just uh, flicks her hair back out of her face again. She's like, well... We don't even know if it'll be happening because, you know, with Natalie and Davey and and this other thing that happened. Oh, what other thing? You know, there was this morning they found some bodies at the clearing. Oh, we hadn't heard. Oh, yeah, man, we like, totally missed it. We was, we was going to go gate crash that, and we were, we were going to get, um, you know, that someone said that they, were gonna, they had the record. I don't know. Who said they had that record? I, I don't know, man. It's it's just just what they um what someone said on Snapchat. A chat snap. You got it. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna stop asking questions and assume everything that's happening makes sense from now on. I think. Sorry, man. Sorry, I forgot you're Amish. In indeed, I, I, that is that I am. Yeah, some of the popular kids were just gonna hang out at the clearing. They won't even tell us how many bodies there were. Hey, I suppose not. Sounds like it's some kind of police investigation. Well, we think of a sharing your time with us. You're welcome, man. Like, are you a cop or something? A cop in a kilt? That is so cool. Do I look like a cop to you? Just interested people in town, just like yourselves. Yeah, no one else wills a kilt, man. You're, like, the only man I know in a kilt. Is he Amish, too? Uh, wouldn't you know? Well, we don't all know each other. I guess we do actually kind of know each other at this point. So, yeah, sure. Maybe we are Ramish together. He doesn't ride a horse, though. I got it right. I'll say, yeah, you said it. <laughs> uh, it, it, it no, it, it, let's, let's just go, Hendrix. I guess kind of ushers him towards the door. Hey, bye. <laughs> Thank you for showing me the the tube. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Maybe we could, like, get you on TikTok or something. Make you TikTok famous. Hendrix doesn't reply and, until he's out of the store, uh, which, which one he just says to Angus. How can one be famous with the clocks? I haven't the foggiest idea. I'm not really sure what he's talking about. Well, see, now, mate, you're, you're becoming more Amish by the second. I, I don't know about that, but it, let's, just, let's just go. I think perhaps we should check out the cubs or trees they're talking about. Yeah, that that sounds smart. Let's do that. We don't know how many people died and that kind of thing. If nothing else, there might be something there that gives indication. Because clearly, whoever took a record from our room brought it to this party, and it caused yet another 
issue. Mm. I certainly hope Marie is getting along fine. I haven't spoken to her. Uh, I'm sure she can handle herself. I, I would feel it if there was anything bad happening to her. So that's that's positive, at least. Aye. Certainly the bright side, you're still alive, which means she's still alive. Indeed. Do you think uh, if, if, if I were to get any uh, skin conditions or deformities or, say, my hands started becoming some monstrous thing that Marie might get it too, or vice versa, hypothetically? I... I don't know. Did you use protection when you were with Meadow? Uh, what what kind of protection are we talking about? Oh, goodness. I mean, I obviously didn't protect myself that well. She tried to cleanse me, in case you didn't hear. Aye, what is that? Are you talking about some kind of a rash? Well, I, 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 it was purely hypothetical. I am fine. Oh, and certainly down there, don't worry. The, there is nothing for anyone, especially the lady folk, to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I don't know with this sharing of the soul, the spirit, what transfers over back and forth. Perhaps I I don't know. I'm going to have to ask that little devil thing some questions next time I'm, I, I see them. Yeah, certainly he has much explaining to do. Mm. So you guys have been walking and talking this whole time. You get to the end of the road to the copse of trees and it is taped off of course and deputy mater is standing on the other side now do we like him i forget i whisper to angus beforehand well i guess it kind of depends let's uh kind of stay out here on the outskirts and just watch for the minute see what we see that sounds smart oh wait this is the guy that that marie broke the heart of Hey. Many times. Deputy Maiden notices you and kind of shakes his head. Hendrix waves. Well, howdy, howdy Ang- Angus. Why? What are you doing here? Oh, you know, small town. Bad gas passes fast in a small town. We figured we'd come out here and see what was up. We heard from several people that something untoward happened out here. Just a little curiosity. Now, are you trying to manipulate him or get him to somehow investigate the mystery? What, what, are, you, what are you doing here? I can say without a doubt, I am not trying to manipulate him in any form or fashion. Okay, no eyelash bedding. Got it. But I am trying to investigate a mystery. Okay, roll that sharp. That's a 10, which is a success. But I heard that someone had gotten slashed here like the others. Who was it? Well, Angus, you know, I, I can't rightly uh, share that kind of information. But you do see a, a group of teenage girls crying off to the side. Aye, that's true. I don't mean to be too privy into the investigation. That's good. Um, Angus, may, maybe you could, like, move move along. Aye. And you see the teenage girls all have little posies of flowers and setting some candles down in front of a little shrine that is obviously growing. Would it be insensitive, Angus, to ask where they got those flowers for Meadow? Perhaps we can ask them here in a moment, for sure. We could pay our own respects to the shrine they have set up. Anything we should be on the lookout for? Anybody with a giant knife or a chainsaw or anything like that? Well, 
Honestly, Angus, yes. Um, anyone who, who seems to be carrying any uh, large implement that could pierce, bludgeon, or slash. Hendrix looks down at his sledgehammer. Aye. Well, that's awful big. Well, uh, good luck with your investigation, uh, Deputy Mater. Thank you, Angus. And he turns his back on you. Well, perhaps, Hendrix, we can go ask your these ladies over here. Where they got their posies. Yes. Uh, hello, lady folk. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they wipe their eyes and they're sniffing, and, and one of them kind of looks up at you and she says, Hello? Um, are you Amish? Uh, I am. I, I, I want to say very sorry for the loss you have clearly experienced. I'm sure it was tragic and awful, and let's hope they died peacefully. Uh, any idea? Well, you do obviously have an idea. Uh, where do you get those flowers? I would like to acquire them some myself. What? Um, they it was a tire iron. I it wasn't peaceful at all. I don't think. And uh, the flowers, we we pick them. And she kind of gestures out closer to the river, and you see there's a whole lot of wild flowers growing. Well, that was a mighty nice gesture of you. Uh, I will consider doing so myself. Uh, also, I, I just wanted to uh, uh, personally assure you, there are people who will deal with this tire iron craziness, and no more people will be killed by this maniac. Oh, okay. Are you like an Amish police officer or something? Uh, definitely not police officer. I, I'm no. Well, no, but uh, I, I'm capable of of shooting people if they are bad. Put it that way. Um. Okay. I uh, thanks. And then there's a wail goes up from the other girls in the group, and they rush forward towards the police tape as two goonies with black body bags are pushed out of the copse of trees. And you hear the girls crying out the names of two people. Oh, Chris. Oh, Tony. Tony with an I or Tony with a Y? Tony with a Y. Oh, no. Tony with a Y. While all that's going on, is there anything we can espy of these pictures, et cetera, et cetera? There, there are a couple of little color printouts hastily put into photo frames and put amongst the shrine. You see two young teenagers, very similar in age to Davy and Natalie. Obviously, one is called Tony and with a Y, and one is Chris. The two boys. Yes. That seems like there's definitely something afflicting the youth in this town. Yes. Uh, well, didn't that other person kill their whole family? Two other people. I thought both people were, were both questions we used, weren't they? Me too. He only asked who it was, right? Uh, there were two things asked. I forget what they were. What was the other one then? Who it was and... And what, what we should look out for. There's not even questions from the list. I know. I really like that, by the way. Just ignore the list questions because I hate having a specific list of questions. and just play it out in character. That's just personal preference, no? Yeah, no, they, I prefer it that way too. But anyway, um, continue. Oh, fine then. What is being concealed here? How about that, then? One of the other deputies comes up to Deputy Mater, and they're carrying a record player. 
Dun, dun, dun. But there was no record. Dun, dun, dun. Having seen the empty record player be presented to Deputy Mater, Angus turns to Hendricks. It appears our record is not here either. Indeed, you could say there is no record of it. But, um... Well played. That certainly puts an interesting spin on things, would you say? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what you mean by that one. Aye. Perhaps we should get back on the groove and get back to looking into this mystery. There's something afflicting these youngsters. Have something to do with that record. It's causing them to go homicidal. Why did we not just smash the record when we had it? You would think that would have been the reasonable course of action. I'm not really sure why we did not. It was a very distracting evening. I thought it was. All of your drama and all. Deputy Mater is finished dealing with the younger deputy. Deputy Mater turns around to Angus and he kind of gestures him to come over. Angus hesitantly saunters over. Um, about Marie. Oh, I have seen Marie quite some time. Uh, no, that's because she's in the jail. I should know. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, is your friend around? Uh... Uh, her name, uh, what was her name? Grape. Deputy Faye Grape. Wow. Uh, Grape. That, uh, is there, is there Grape around anywhere, your friend? Uh, Deputy Grape? Um, yes, I believe she's in the clearing. Uh, thank you very much. Where is the clearing? Deputy Mater kind of points over his shoulder at the copse of trees. Ah. She's on duty, I'm afraid. Ah, well, I'm sure you can make make an exception for one so uh, uh, capable as ourselves and... Uh, Manipulate someone? Yeah, that's uh, so... I can't think of something good to say. Yeah, you better find something. Uh, you, you know from Marie that we're... Well, I think you should just let us through, to be honest. And I'm going to spend luck so that you agree. He kind of narrows his eyes at you. We have we have good experience in uh, investigative matters, and uh, I don't want to assume anything. Uh, but clearly, you could do with the extra help in this. We are experts in strange phenomena. Well, I'll, I will do this if you promise to leave Marie alone. Well, of of course, uh, we will. Leave Marie alone, I guess. What What do you mean by leave her alone? I mean, you leave town and never come back to into her life again. Oh. If that is agreeable with you, you can uh, continue along the road and come in from the back of the copse of trees. Yes, that is agreeable. Isn't that right, Angus? Aye. Well, it sounds like she made her bed. Now she can sleep in it. Let's, uh, let's go, Hendrix. And as you start to walk off, it seems to start raining. You feel a few drops fall from the sky. But it's not rain. After a few of those drops, you see the rain is red. Well, that's ominous. The raindrops get heavier, and um, yeah, it's now raining a red liquid from the sky. The girls start screaming try to cover their hair and their heads and, and run away, leaving their shrine completely unguarded. 
Deputy Mater just kind of stares at his hands that are now holding cupfuls of this red liquid. Got some big hands. Oh, yeah. And um, no one seems to notice you guys as you make your way around the back of that copse of trees. Well, it's got biblical all of a sudden. Laying in blood. Indeed. I, I have no clue what that's about. I guess taste it. It tastes like blood? Yeah, it's blood. You're tasting blood, you sick man. Why are you tasting blood? Angus kind of gives Hendrix a toothy grin. It wouldn't be the first time. You, you're, you're a blood sucker. Because I'm, I'm totally cool with that. I've, I had a great friend once who was a of the fanged nature. Just, just, it, just, you know, um, so you, so you know, as, as long as you know, not one of the one of those other taps. Angus kind of scowls at Hendrix. No. I'm not a vampire, if that's what you're asking. Oh, well, that's fine, too. Uh, just just a bit of a, a, a strange fellow, then. Aye, uh, aren't we all? Well, I don't know about you. I'm pretty normal myself. Aye, indeed. A cowboy from the 1800s in America at this day and age. Certainly has vampires for friends, and she has a soul with a young lady. Totally normal. Now, from my perspective... A lot of that is you, y'all being not normal, not myself, because uh, I, I'm a normal person in an abnormal world. Now, the uh, the, uh, the the point about the uh, sharing of a soul thing—that—that's fair. I, I concede to that. At this point, you guys are interrupted by a scream as something launches itself from behind the trees and slams a tire and iron at you, Hendrix. Oh my God! Okay, what harm is that? Four harm hand messy. Ah, okay, so two harm? Half, yes. And you see it is a teenage girl wielding a tire iron quite expertly as a weapon. She has blood all over her at this point because of the rain. Hendrix tries to knock them unconscious. You want to kick some ass? I want to kick some ass. Roll for it. Roll tough. Or unless you have something alternative. I do not. Um, wait, no, hold on. They're holding a, a what? Tire iron. Can I snatch it off them? Act under pressure. Yeah, that's worse, but we'll go with it. Um, that's a 10. Mm, I love this game. Okay, so you react quickly and manage to snatch that tire iron out of their hands, rendering them unarmed. Please don't use that word. They jump on top of you and start slashing away with their fingernails. Can Angus, like, intercede? Sure, you can protect someone. Ooh, a seven, a mixed success. I'm not sure what that does. Okie dokie, on a 7 to 9, you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get. So she in turn slashes at you as you manage to intercede yourself in between the two of them, and she tries to slash your face to ribbons, doing four harm. You can apply armor. Which is three harm. All right, well, I'm going to slap her back. Kick some ass. Hold on, was that uh, shared harm? Do I need to work with No, what? he took all of your harm. Okay, cool. It was a nine, a mixed success. Do you want to spend your boon? I, I don't know what that is. You can add a plus one. 
to get a 10 plus, the boon was given to you from Sean, a.k.a. Grissom, who donated on our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Wolf. You can gift either Marie or Angus with a boon or a bane, which is a plus one or a minus one to a roll. Sure, I'll use the boon. Okay. Thank you, Sean, a.k.a. Grissom. And that's a different Sean, S-E-A-N, not Sean, like, S-H-A-W. Oh, my God. There's just too many Sean's. What is your extra effect? I suffer less harm. Oh, you suffer one less harm? So how are you harming her? Painfully. Painfully. You were slapping her, right? So you slap her with one of your giant meaty hands across the face. How much harm do you deal? Four. Wow. And she flies backwards and smacks the back of her head into a tree and goes limp. And she's unmoving and limp on the ground. Very similar to what you remember happening to another young woman in this copse of trees. Did you just kill that woman? Girl, even? Angus looking rather worse for wear. Actually, would we have healed any, by the way? One overnight. All right. Still looking worse for wear, but not as worse as he was before. I certainly hope not. They do not look like they're moving. Aye, perhaps she's just sleeping. I'm sure she's fine. Angus kind of goes over and reaches down and checks her pulse. As you reach down, her eyes fly open and she grabs your face, trying to gouge your eyes out. She manages to do four points of harm to you. Um, You can apply armor. Oh, clever girl. Uh, that I am at dying. <laughs> oh, I'd like to protect someone. Oh, okay. That sounds like a thing. Try that, yep. Uh, that's a six. Good level six. Uh, but hey, you know what we have? I kind of want to experience, but at the same time, um, luck. So that's that's a hard decision. That's, what, what a decision. We love making decisions here. Um, I'm going to take the experience. Wow. When you fail or protect someone, what happens? On a miss, you make things worse. <laughs> How much worse can this get? How can I make it worse than dying? Good luck, Sarah. Let, let me look something up. Try to not TPK here. <laughs> Marie comes back. There is no Angus. I was going to say it would be TPK, but it with with just us two. But then Marie would still survive. But no, they wouldn't because if I die, they die. The risk I'm willing to take. Hendrix, how were you trying to protect him? I was trying to just. You're asking for another decision. I I tried to. Let's just say I tried to jump in the way like they did for me. Okay, you try to jump in the way, but unfortunately, you are not in time. You watch as Angus just drops onto his knees and then slumps face first forward onto the ground next to the young lady who has attacked him. You look up and see Deputy Faye Grape staring at you from just the other side of a tree. And we'll end it there. What? You're going to end it there? Poor Angus. Oh no, Angus, don't die. Hi, it's Celeste here. 
Unfortunately, Sarah is sick, so I volunteered to do the end of episode for her. A huge thank you to everyone who has liked, rated, reviewed, and retweeted Redgate and Wolf. This helps our little indie podcast grow and find new listeners. Do you dream of being rich and famous? Well, we can't make you rich, but we can name a character after you. To put your name in the running, simply visit the Redgate and Wolf Twitter page and retweet the pinned post. And that is at Redgate and Wolf. Another way to help support us and totally mess with the Keeper is to nudge the fates of Angus and Marie by gifting us a boon. And that'll give us a plus one to a roll of our choosing. Just go to coffee.com slash Redgate and Wolf and follow the instructions. That is ko-fi.com slash Redgate and Wolf. And we end this episode with a trailer from Ready, Set, Roll, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next episode. Bye! Tired of that same old podcast? Tired of being bored out of your mind? Tired of the real world and want to check out? Hey, I'm Craig, writer and producer of Ready, Set, Roll, and I'm here to tell you, you don't have to be stuck with that lame old show. Here at RSR, we understand that boredom, wanderlust, and lack of adventure are things that your everyday podcast can't remedy, just like baldness or your taxes. And it's only your fault if you don't hate yourself enough to do something about it. And that's where we come in. With Ready, Set, Roll's highly trained roleplay staff, we can turn that ear siesta into an ear fiesta. Of course, you'll be listening to a podcast in a legal sense. Just think of it as a roller coaster ride of excitement. How do I know? I'm not only a creator, I'm a listener. So join us every Tuesday for a nonstop joyride of comedy and action, like an 80s buddy cop film. We're Ready, Set, Roll. We roll better than you, and we know it. Not dead yet.